Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let, let, let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak light to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only a, it's not only a good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men. And God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Welcome, 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 welcome to another Further and Father and Radio Show. I am your host, Pastor Jay, in New York. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I am excited to be alive. Yes, yes, another Further and Father and Radio Show. The brothers are back. In the building. Yes, on this incredible September 20th, 2022. Uh, oh my goodness, can't help but um, celebrate our Heavenly Father, uh, for He is good. The Father of Fathers. So, with that said, this show, Helping Your Children Reconcile Your Ancestral Errors or Reconcile errors from elders, past and present. Helping your children reconcile errors from elders, past and present. Oh my goodness, we have to give our, our father glory and uh, always start off with scripture to, to, to set the tone. First Timothy 5, 1 to 4 in the Amplified. It reads as follows. Do not sharply reprimand an older man, but appeal to him as you would a father, to younger men as brothers, verse 2, to older women as mothers, to younger women as sisters, all of that, all, in all, purity, being careful to maintain Appropriate relationships, verse 3, honor and help those widows who are truly widowed, alone and without support. But if a widow has children or grandchildren who are adults, see to it that these first learn to show great respect to their own family as their duty and natural obligation and to compensate their parents or grandparents for their upbringing, for this is acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God. First John, verses, uh, verse John chapter one, verse eight and nine, and it says, "If we say we have no sin, and this is the amplified, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves, and the truth is not in us. His word." does not live in our hearts. Verse 9, if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, 
he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity to his will and his purpose. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for grace. Your grace is sufficient. I thank you, Lord, because you are the ultimate father, and you are the, you are the one that repairs. You're the one who created it all in the first place. So as we honor and glorify you, teach us to reconcile where we have gone wrong where we have made errors, or if it has happened in prior generations in our ancestry, help us to break the bondage of generational curses and be reconciled to you. You you said, come who are weary and heavy laden, and you would give rest. There's a weariness. There's a wearing down. There's a heaviness. There is a dragging of feet or dragging of weight that, that come from prior uh, uh, uh prior failures that, that, that are not necessarily our own. Some of them are our own because we do have free will, but some of them we've been born into. Help us, Lord, as, as dads, as leaders, as those who love our families and community, as those who love your kingdom. Help us, Lord, to break free of the shackles, hallelujah, by being forthright, by being humble, and by being wise enough to pass the heirloom of grace to our children by first recompensing, pairing any breaches that we've caused because of what we've done or what has been done prior to us. So we thank you, Lord, for the healing, wholeness, wellness, and recovery of families. Ultimately, as we seek the kingdom first, you will add all the good things unto us in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. I have no callers yet, so let you know, let's team up with our children. You know, very often there's a generational gap that's going on and it has to do with uh, the way we were raised versus the way our children were raised. You know, they, they delineate lines, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Uh, uh, in other words, the generations have, have a, a slight variance in how they problem solve, how they, their worldview, how they view the world, how they communicate, uh, and uh, uh, it's not always for the better, it's not always for the worse, it's for the understanding, and in the, the area of understanding, we, we can uh, have some healing. Um, so we want to team up with our kids and our grandkids, and, and, and as we team up, we form an alliance to break these generational curses. Breaking curses especially generational curses, begins with honor and grace. Honor is respectful. It is the realization of the value of life in others and self, and and the desire to uplift uh, uh, the value and maintain or highlight the value of God and others. A wise, progressive forgiveness, realizing that forgiveness sometimes it can be said instantaneously, but the actual process as we human beings forgive each other, not like God who does it instantaneously, but we who do it with each other have to learn how to maneuver even as we're learning to forgive. We'll say it, but then the feelings may come back. We still have to deal with the feelings, the remembrances. So it's a, pro- it's a process and it's a progress that we must learn to forgive. Uh, honor and grace help us to realize that there are no instant solutions, but as a family, victorious, uh, a family that, that uh, is growing in, in more and more in love, especially now as we have so many things stacked against family, that we need to stick together more than ever. So we become not so focused on the errors because they're easy to highlight because we all make them. But we become a victorious family, and we agree to be blessings and stop cursing each other. Stop cursing each other and stop cursing each other out. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) 
So is this an importance for us as dads, uh, with our children taking the necessary steps, breaking out of the traumatic bondages? Because uh, uh, the more uh, tra- trauma that's added, the more bondage that's added. But we need to reconnect and bandage. Instead of bondage, we want to bandage <laughs> spiritually and practically so that the families can heal, move forward, and grow upward, even as we all learn to grow up. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. You know, so many struggle. I'm talking about from the pew to the pulpit, from the sidewalk to the road, in the houses, (laughs) into jobs. So many struggling uh, with curses because of Things that happened in the past, things that they had very little to do with, so they don't understand when in Exodus twenty when he says uh, uh, um, he 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 deals with those who don't love him, who who hate him to the third and fourth generation. Um, sometimes, in desperation, people make deals to either maintain a status quo or to to get ahead. Or uh, uh, to 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 solve something. I, I, I was listening to a podcast a couple of years ago, and a young lady was talking about uh, a scenario uh, with uh, which her family had to deal with a generational curse. It seems that as though one of her one of her ancestors during the time of speakeasy, before we had the internet and all this other stuff, that and before family court was even a possibility. Um, you know, her husband, who liked to drink and liked to womanize, decided to leave for the woman down the block, and she had a bunch of kids that she had to take care of. So she went to in Jamaica. It's called the Obia Man, but in in in, in, in where she's from, it was the, it was the, the the witch doctor basically, and uh, 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 made a deal uh, uh, and, and made a, a an elixir, something for him to drink, and and and. and it caused him to have an issue with the woman he left for, and he came back. Now that 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 uh, was which was used caused the other woman to not to, to 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 reject him, but also that spirit of rejection started passing down, and then the spirit of of death was on their family. Early death was on their family uh, until the, the the curse was was broken. And and this may sound strange to some folks hearing this for the first time, but everything has a spiritual component, whether positive or negative. And uh, God says that he places before us life and death, blessing and cursing. And he tells us to choose life. He tells us to choose life so that it may dwell well with you and your children who come after you. You see, when we operate in blessing, it becomes an heirloom that we can pass down to the next generation. And, and if we're a good person, it passes down from generation to the, to, to the next generation. This is a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. And it works the same way with curses. You know, there, there, are, there are telltale signs that there are generational curses on your on your family, and I can't wait to get Brother, Brother Guy in because he's in the queue. I'm very excited about this. There's telltale signs, and here are a few, that if you're struggling with a generational curse, and you don't, may not even know it, it is a constant and consistent feeling of hopelessness and despair. That's one of the telltale signs. The next is a feeling of being trapped or stuck in life. Another one is a feeling Though no matter what you do, you can't break free from the cycle of sin. You feel that that this is something that uh, you cannot break away from, that you must do it because there's something in you. Really, there's something influencing you and your generations. Uh, um, here's another one that's real, a real telltale sign. Repeated failures in relationships, career, or finances. 
that's sometimes a generational curse. We see the history of the the welfare state that was placed uh, on black and brown folks in, 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 in the United States. But this is a global, that's a global pandemic, the generational curse of poverty. Next, a pattern of addictions, bondage, or destructive behaviors in your family. And sometimes the excuse is, that's just the way we are. That's just the way we are. Another way is the feeling of being cursed or consistently discriminated against. Another one is feeling a constant rejection or abandonment. And then another one is a pattern of sinful behavior that seems, if you're dealing with any of those, and many people are, silently. Some do it violently. Some do it silently. But it comes out, those, the fruit of that comes out in how you relate to others very often, and often how you relate to God. You'll try and hide from God. Which is impossible. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in uh brother guy Co- coach guy. Love love you guy. And, hey, love you too, brother. And, and and I'm sorry about this guy. We we do have to go to a commercial and I'll hit you right back on the other side. Sounds good. Fly T V, the home of on demand talk shows and so much more. We're celebrities. Athletes and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at FLI.TV.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop, handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one of a kind, boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live at Unique Loop de 5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace. Where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. We are back uh, furthering fathering radio. The brothers are in the building, and we're talking about helping your children reconcile errors from elders and past and present, and including yourself. (laughs) Um, Guy, coach, guy, life coach, guy, Jazzy Rainey. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. Yeah, um, generational curses are something else, aren't they? Um, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I know him. I know him also well. Uh, uh, can, uh, can you uh, uh, share with the, 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 you know, what it's like to have them, and what is, you know, what it, what are? So we'll get into some of the means of breaking them, but very often the 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 the, the psychological, the spiritual, and the soul damage that's done uh, when there are generational curses and what it does to even within marriages, what it does even within how the children relate to other children outside of the family. And we'll, we'll get into all of that. But, but first, so, you know, let's talk, let, I want to hear your, your heart on generational curses. Well, um, one, I, I'm the youngest of six and, uh, my family, um, would would be would show you the epitome of what generational curses look like. Um, um, when it comes to my my grandparents who were um, you know sharecroppers and, and immigrants and uh, you know my my you know grandmother's uh, grandmother was born into slavery. You know so um, and and grandparents who you know, came out of, you know, 
from enslavement to poverty, sharecropping, all those things. And there was a lot of addiction and, and mental illness in, in the family, um, teenage pregnancies, you know, those things that was, was, was plaguing the family. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I, when I saw my older brothers and sisters, watch my siblings go through addiction problems and, and alcohol addiction and problems, abuse, um, you know, physical abuse, mental abuse, you know, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, watching all those things happen, you know, it, 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 uh, the finding moment in my life is when I, um, you know, I was dying of meningitis at the age of eight and meningitis took so much from me. I almost died actually. And it, it, it crippled me. I, had to, I was the boy in the plastic bubble. I was all those things. And, and, uh, it was a defining moment in my life where I was like, I want to live. And from that defining moment, it was like, I want to live differently, you know? So, and, and that wanting to live differently, you know, uh, you know, God heard those prayers and, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, there were three men that came into my life that, that changed my life, you know, and actually saved my life. So, you know, one was, one was my Bible study teacher, um, Isaac Roberts, and it was my eighth grade teacher, Mr. Byron, and and my JV basketball coach, Coach Ford, and these three black men from Harlem made a difference in my life, and they the ones that actually showed me a different side to life. You know, my my brothers and, and uncles were the best role models for me. Um, they weren't bad people; they just didn't, you know, they just didn't have the tools to to break that curse. And, you know, for me, I learned the tools to break the curse and the determination in the world to say, you know, I don't want to live like them. I don't want to be like that. I want to do something different, live so, live a different way. And I, I, you know, went on that trail, even though it was, a, it was a hard, you know, trail. Because, again, if you're growing up in something that all you know is that, you know, it's hard to accept something different, even though that mm. different is good for you. It's just like mm-hmm. say you say if you grow up eating McDonald's all your life, right? And someone introduces you fruit and vegetables and 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 eating <laughs> differently, you're going to look at it as you know this is foreign. This is I don't like this stuff, right? You know broccoli. What is this broccoli thing? You know what I'm saying I want some McDonald's. You know the only 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 vegetable you know of is a pickle on top of the Big Mac. You know what right. I'm saying? So <laughs> or, or the lettuce on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And those lettuce that's on it's not even real either. You know, so, yeah, so, you know, so that's what you, you're used to, you know, but if someone comes along and say, hey, I have a different way of living, I have a different way of eating, you know, saying, try this out, try this, you know, try these things out, and it's, it's healthier, you know, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be hard for your taste buds to actually, you know, because right. that person is just going to, it's going to reject it, and, and yeah. you know, it's just like when I, when I started um, working on, you know, on my uh, wellness journey, and I yeah. wanted to, you know, lose weight and everything like that, and, and you know, I cut sugar out of my diet, you know, I started getting headaches and things like that because I had sugar withdrawal, you know, right. so it's just, it's, yeah, so your body is like, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here, you know, and, you know, and, 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 and flushing that out, it, it was a whole new thing, drinking a gallon of water a day. That's yeah. something that I don't do normally, you know what I'm saying? But when you when you looking at life as a different, say, hey, I no longer want to live this way, you know, mm-hmm. it you have to take the steps, the necessary steps to make it happen, you know. And we all have a defining moment in our life. I remember Oprah told the story about when she had a defining moment in her life when she was breaking the generational curse, you know, because her mm-hmm. grandmother, her mother, her grandmother, great-grandmother all was made. And and her grandmother called her over to teach her how to do laundry or something like that, fold laundry. And she said, "Come over here, Oprah girl, and, and learn how to learn how to uh, fold these clothes because this is what you're gonna be doing, you know." And mm-hmm. Oprah said to herself, "No, I'm not." And she was six, but that was her defining moment at six, you know, saying right. that she was gonna do something different. And of course, she didn't say it out loud because she would have got the, the greatest whipping of her life, but. Right, she said it to herself, but that was a defining moment. And I think when you make those defining moments, and I always mm-hmm. say, when you take one step close to God, 
he's going to take two steps close to you. And that's just how it is. You know, yeah, yeah your mind opens up. You know, and when your mind opens up to the universe, what happens to you is that you start, or they, the old expression, I see the light, you know, is, is you see the light, you know what I'm saying? Because the most powerful, see, we, we look at light. We look at light as, 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 as the most powerful entity, right? Coming from God, right? It's light, right? So as the scriptures say, right? So mm-hmm. when, the, the, when the sun is, is, is most powerful, it's when it, it, it comes through darkness. When it comes through the darkness, it's the mm-hmm. most powerful peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we, we may say the sun goes down, right? right? But the sun really doesn't go down. The sun doesn't the go down. It never goes right. down, right? Right. It doesn't take that rest as we think it does. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's always there. It's just that everything is evolving and revolving. And that's how we got to look at life. We got to look at it as either what is going to be uh, 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 we're going to live our life in spite of or because of. You know, because my right. family's dynamic was this way, I'm just going to be this way. Or we're going to be, in spite of my family dynamics, I'm going right. to live a different life. And that's how we got to right. look at life. Yeah. Either you accept uh, uh, the, 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 the the wicked norm or you expect the greater good. And um, exactly. the, 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 it's that mindset is a choice that all of us have to make that you've been said. That's why Christ says to be born again, because what we're born into that we consider normal, even the things that we consider good on the grand scheme are not really good. And they're not really good for us. So just because you see it happens in your family, that, may, that is not necessarily how God wants it to be. And sometimes it takes to be able to, desert, to, to, to see other ways of doing it before you, your eyes are open to the possibility of something different. And not just something different out in the world, something different for me and my family going forward. Now, uh, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about breaking out of some of these family curses. But also, as, as parents, sometimes we, go, we are the problem. <laughs> or what we have learned as normative is the problem. And sometimes it takes for us to confess to our children that the way it was done was not healthy or wise. You see, I, I there's a statement I, t- I tell my children because sometimes there's a disease called success, and success at any means causes you to lose your soul. Um, so I made a statement to them last week uh, that was uh, I wanted to be clear where Daddy stands. I say I I love for you to be successful, but I'm infinitely more I love your soul more than that. So they have to. They, so they understand that when when Dad speaks, and he's against certain things that are going on in the world that are becoming normal, but are not designed by God to to operate that way. And I'm not as uh, I'm a tolerating, but not as accepting of it. The 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 understanding they have to understand is that I love their soul, not just their success which is causes so many to live vicariously through their children in error. And we're going to go to a break, and we will be right back. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop De Loop, handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind, boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live at Unique Loop De 5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. It's 7 p.m. At least where we are in New York. It could be another time where you are around the world. And we are excited to be alive. This is the Further and Father Radio Show. We are talking about helping your children reconcile errors from the elders, past, and present. And that includes us, too. <laughs> so before we, before we went to our break, we were talking about, um, you know, even us sometimes, um, having to recognize and reconcile with our children because we may have thought there was a certain way, and sometimes we don't realize when the, when the shift happens. You know, when a child is young, you tend to be a little bit more dictatorial you, you, because you also saw your parents do it and you remember them doing it with you. And you tend to be, uh, do it my way, and there's why, because I said so. <laughs> right? And, and, and that's never a good enough answer, to be honest. Um, uh, as you're raising children, you have to understand that you're raising parents, you're raising adults, you're raising uh, a future par- uh, 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 spouse, uh, uh, husbands, and future wives. So you want to give them as much detail because in our show, uh, show prior, you talked about how a child's development, it, it, so much of it happens early. You want to give them as much quality details as to why, <laughs> why uh, certain things are being done. And if you do not have a, have a good answer, maybe, just maybe, you need to research or you need to change. <laughs> so, so uh, um, Guy, you know, as parents, sometimes we need to make adjustments because we can't go be dictatorial. At some point, there has to be that shift as you see the adult, if you see the woman and your daughter, as you see the man and your son, you have to shift because as that's coming out, you want to speak to that and you want to inform that because they're going to be an adult. If, if, if chronology works properly and health sustains, they're going to be adult longer than they're going to be a, a, a child or adolescent. So you want to inform that with wisdom. You shift from the dictator to the prophet or to the, or to the wizard or to the sage. And now you're giving them information that they, they may or may not reject, but you're, you're constantly sowing that seed of wisdom so that when they do run into issues, they're going to remember that echo in their ear of the, of the wisdom that dad or mom gave them. So the, the word scripture says, uh, um, train up, upward, that means elevate. Train up a child in the way that they should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So there's a gap between your training and when they're old. So there's going to be some rebellion in the middle, but what's going to happen, that echo, because it's been reverberating inside their soul, <laughs> when they come into an issue, they're going to say, oh, oh, I remember this piece of wisdom, and it's, this is a time for me to apply it, <laughs> right? So, but we have to shift. But sometimes we make the mistake of not shifting. And sometimes we we don't issue wisdom, we issue foolishness, <laughs> error, <laughs> and we have to double back and be, see, this is an important lesson that the children need to see is sometimes dad or mom must be humble and human and realize that we serve God too, <laughs> right? And there's someone higher than us. His name is God, Yah. And we have to come back and recompense with them, reconcile with them by being humble enough to admit the error and consistently speak the right thing. Now, sometimes there's fear, there's fear because there's a, sometimes with the admission uh, of, of flaws, when you speak the right thing, you may think it's being hypocritical. It's not, because no parent 
wants their children to just be on their level. Most parents want to raise their children, which take them to a level higher than they, they, are, they currently are. What you're doing by teaching them what's right, even though you've done wrong, is you're raising the standard, right? You're raising the child by raising the standard. You're not being a hypocrite. Your, your expectations are not unrealistic. They're just righteous. <laughs> right. So, can I interject? Can I interject? Yes, here? sir. Yes, sir. Okay. There's a few things. Okay. There's a few things. All right. One, you use the word humility. Right. Being humble. I think the the two words that should be used is honesty. But parents are not, and all generation of parents are not honest. We need mm-hmm. to be honest with our children. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're flawed people, and we need to be honest with our children that we are flawed people. Yes. Okay. So what happens? What happens is, is that, again, the reason why there's the conflict that you spoke of, um, the, the rebellion, the rebellion comes from the ego. And the only reason why the rebellion comes from the ego, like I've I, I spoken this before, the ego is developed at the age of two. So that's why they call it the terrible twos. What happens is that the parent actually created the ego from the first place. The parent yes. created the ego for the child within the child because of their own ego. That's parents create egos for their own ego. One yes. of the things that parents need to be truthful about and be honest about is that, you know, parents say you can be anything that you want to be in life. We say that to our kids. We are disingenuous with that. We are the most yes. disingenuous people on the planet Earth when we say that to our children. But that is yes. not true. Right. Parents do not want you to be whatever you want to be in life. They do not. If they right. did, they would allow you to be whatever you want to be. You know what I'm right. That's why it comes across hypocritical. We say that to our children, but that's not what we want for our children. We want yeah. our children to be whatever the greatest that we want them to be. That is the truth of parenting, okay? And if parents would be more truthful about that, then their children would be more honest about that too. And when I say that, it's because what happens is when you get rebellion children, because what happens is when a child's ego is developed at the age of 13, now mm-hmm. they're setting their ways. See, we always talk about old people being setting their ways. Teenagers are setting their ways. They set, you set your ways at 13. Now, you know, it's those old expressions that, that old black people say, that you're smelling yourself and you're beside yeah. yourself and all those yeah. things. Because even though black people may not have the, the, the book, smart education, quote-unquote education, they weren't that dumb people. Okay, so again, my grandmother only had like a maybe a fifth grade education, you know what I'm saying? But she wasn't a stupid person. But right. you know what I'm saying? She she under she understood things because again, still man was still living by a lot of divine laws and natural laws back then. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. less artificial than it is today. So mm-hmm. what the the thing is about parents like say you, you you brought up something else when parents say you know it's my way or do it because I said so. My, right. That is not. That's not parenting at all. That's exactly. not parenting. What that is is that you, because you don't know, you don't want to tell your child you don't know. Okay. Again, <laughs> it's because we don't want to. We we don't want to uh, be the person, the human, yes. and the human side of, of of being a parent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's, it's a difference between parenting and guardianship, and I watched a lot of guardianship going on. Okay. Right. But any any anybody can be a guardian. The government can guardian you. You know what I'm saying? That, oh, that's what they that want. They <laughs> clothes on your back, you know, roof over your head, clothes on your back, and and food in your stomach. The government can do that. That's guardianship. What it is is that parenting is 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 when you when you're uh, uh, actually uh, it's the guiding light. That you, you know, what I'm saying your wisdom being passed on to the next one. It's the, it's the knowledge, wisdom, so it becomes understanding, so that child can understand on that understand. And there's a also there's a process of, of uh, instanding. You know, what I'm saying that's something that we never discuss, something that we never process. It's instanding. Okay, so we don't, we never want to see that equality because you got to understand, our souls are still equal. Okay, our souls are still, even though they are children. The souls mm-hmm. are still equal. There's, there's an equality in our souls. There's an equality in our spirit. There's no, there's no one spirit over the other spirit. So, so in that realm, the child still has the same equality in the spirit. So if, you, if you're raising the adult, as, as you said, Brother Jeremy, that's the other part that they don't get. 
You're raising yes. an adult. And and, and, yes. and when you first said that to me, it was like bells went off in my head. I was like, ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what it is. You're raising an adult. You're not raising a child. You're raising yes. an adult. You're raising them to be all that they can be. One of the yes. questions, one of the, one of the craziest questions we ask a child, we ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? Don't we say that to children? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to be? And we, that was said to us, right? Yeah. Most ridiculous question in the world. Most ridiculous <laughs> question in the world. What do you want to be? What do you want to be? Explain to me, Brother Jerry, what is a what? <laughs> who? What is a what? Who, who do you want to be? be who? Right. Who? who they would never be? answer your question correctly. If, if if you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the person say, I want to be a doctor. They just, they didn't answer your question. No. They didn't answer your no. question. Because, you because, asked, because they're talking asked, professions. You asked what? Yes, what they're talking professions. Talking jobs. Right. Right. You're not talking character. You're not talking character. And that's the, uh, 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 the, the disconnect that we have with our children and understand and being more honest with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honest with yes. you. It's like, it's the thing they say, you know, my daughter who's a dancer and professional dancer, and my wife and I go to all her shows and do all this and support her 100%. Every parent don't want to do that. Every parent's not going to do that. That sounds good. That sounds like a hobby. Go get you a real job. What do you mean a real job? What do you mean by That's that? Anytime you tell your child, anytime you tell your child, go get a real job, Anytime, any parent, I'm talking to all parents out there that's listening right now, if you ever said that to your child, go get a real job, you were a liar. When you told them they could be anything that they want to be, that means you're a liar. That means you're a straight-up liar. So now you're a hypocrite in their eyes. And that's yeah. what happens with the disconnect. And that's what parents have to understand. It's not the humility that parents have to stand on, because people can be still a butthole and be, and be humble butthole. No, be honest. Now, 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 when when you talk about humility in a a believer's sense, it's connected to truth. It's not connected to um, self-defense. Humility is connected to truth. You see, um, a person who desires the truth will settle down to receive it. They'll also settle down to admit exactly who they are, right, and exactly what they've mm-hmm. done. Uh, uh, only mm-hmm. a humble person, only a humble person, can truly be honest that to the benefit of someone else because they're willing to to, to deal with the truth. That's why I said that. But um, um, there are and the truth um, will make you free. <laughs> huh? You gonna make me and free? And the truth <laughs> will make you free. It, it takes the burden away. It takes the yes. burden away. It does. It does. It does. The truth. The truth does three things. The truth hurts. Yes. The truth discriminates against everything false, including false desires, right? False ego, promoted in the world. Everything false. The truth discriminates against it because it it holds it up as a lie. And then the third thing the truth does, especially as you do it the way Christ said to continue in his word and, and become a student, the disciple indeed, and he makes you to know the truth, the spirit of truth, and the truth makes you free. So the truth hurts because, like, when you go into, from a dark place and you're used to darkness and you, you enter into the light, your, the back of your eyes hurt, literally hurt, because there's an adjustment that has to happen. Just like you talked about the withdrawals from sugar, the withdrawals from smoking, the withdrawals from drinking, the withdrawals from lying, the withdrawals from cheating, the withdrawals from anything unhealthy or ungodly or damnable, there's always withdrawals. So, so, so that is also a way of the enemy fighting to, to keep you in the curse, in the contract, right? Uh, right? But the truth makes you free. And when we come back on the other end, because we're going to go to a break real quick. Um, we're going to do seven uh, ways, uh, steps that must be done to to break curses, generational curses. And we will be right back. Love you. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more. 
where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies' life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop, handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live at Unique Loop D5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace. Where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. <laughs> What a great show. Oh, my goodness. I will definitely listen back to this one. This is the Further and Farther radio show, podcast, uh, um, and multicast. We're talking about, I'm here with Guy Jazzy Rainey, and we're talking about helping your children reconcile errors from elders past and present, including yourself. And, and really, um, the breaking of the chains of uh, a generational curses opens you up to the possibility of living right, but it doesn't necessarily uh, uh, lead to living right unless you're led by the light. Darkness can pretend to break chains. Let me say that again. Darkness can pretend to break chains only to put you in a deeper or steeper chains. What the, what the word God says, if you break away, if a house is found clean of a demon, right? You clean your own house. You do it yourself. You know, people think it's a do-it-yourself thing, <laughs> right? And, and you, the, the, the demon leaves, and, 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 and what it does is finds seven demons worse than itself, and they find nothing occupying that house. It comes in and torments that, 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 that person, the house being your body, your soul, worse than it was before. That needs to be filled with God so that when they come back, they know they can't come back, right? So here's some steps. Seven. Seven is the number of perfection. It's the number of maturity. First, full surrender. Full surrender to the truth. Full surrender to God. When you do that, now you're in the position to break the curse. You're in a position to break the curse because you're in the realization that you're in the wrong, that your family was in the wrong. Now you want to be right. The desire to write has be, is becoming an acquired taste. Number one, full surrender to God and the truth. Number two, renounce the sin. You renounce it in word and in action. You, you not only say it's wrong, you, you, you do the, the, the promotional campaign of saying it's wrong, but you also, in action, renounce it so that you do not repeat it. Third, you confess the sins of your sinning parent, of your sinning parent, to God. You realize that some of this was passed down, but you love your parents so much that you want to you want to to deal with that sin that's in your parents also, and you want to confess that sin to God. Then four, be willing to forgive your sinning parent. You see, you cannot break free from a curse while holding a grudge. A grudge is like another link in the chain that's holding you captive. A grudge is close. It's like the cuff that actually on your wrists and ankles. It, you think you're holding it, but it is holding you. So you have to be willing to forgive your sinning parent or ancestor or whoever wrote the soul tie or the, the, the contract with the enemy to have you in bondage. Number five, break any ungodly soul ties. And that implies that there was molestation or abuse. <laughs> so break any ungodly soul ties, things that were hidden, those secret things. 
soul ties are those secret things that you don't want the public to know, but you're walking around with. You have to break those by not only renouncing them and denouncing them, but you have to go to God for them. So break any ungodly soul ties. Number six, break the line of demons. Oh, you have to recognize that this is not just a physical ailment, not just a, 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 a mental ailment, but it's a spiritual binding. So you have to fight those demons, right? But you can't fight it in your power. You have to fight it in the power of God. In, in Jude, it says that even the angels don't bring a railing accusation against Satan and his demons. What they say, not only in uh, Jude, but in Zechariah, they say the Lord rebukes you. So you have to fight. It's not just to stand still and stop doing. It's a fight. And then seven, verbally command the demons to leave in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. So those are seven ways to break curses, seven ways. Oh, God, God, God. Yes. Um, there are so many people uh, oppressed, demonically oppressed. I don't I want to say possessed. I'll say oppressed. Right. That they don't even realize that there's something negative. They're so used to going to horror movies and seeing evil things that they think that's normal, right? <laughs> and, and, right. and they're saturated in evil so much. That it becomes an, that has become an acquired taste. It's like almost like when when you're a kid and you first try alcohol, it's nasty. But an alcoholic, that stuff is good because they've acquired the taste, right? Right. It's just, it's the same thing with anything negative, whether it be how you abuse people with your tongue, whether it be how you abuse your body sexually, it's, it's whether it's it's how you you view negatively view people, how you take advantage of people. Um, all these things that have been made normal through family curses can be broken. They can be broken. It, and it can begin with you by first admitting that this is an issue. And the issue is tormenting you. You're wondering why you're struggling with the same health problems. You wonder why there's, as you said before, teen pregnancy. Some families have where where. The young men are so violent that there's early death or early early prison sentencing uh, uh, that they that there's a cycle of, of recidivism in in prisons because that has become a curse. A, a, the bondage is so real that it, it manifests in actual prison and jail time. Right. That is well, you know, a the other thing, curse. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the other thing is that you have to pay attention. Um, one of the things that we we don't pay attention to is is the fi- is the fi- family dynamics. Yeah. Because we're so busy trying to cover things up and try to build. It. Like you spoke of sin, and I, I see sin as damage. I don't see sin mm-hmm. as shame. There's things that they want to place shame on you and say that's a sin and, and place it as a sin, and it's not necessarily a sin. It may not it may not be uh, the best behavior. But it's not necessarily a sin. It's just bad behavior. It, it, they want to place the shame on you to attach the shame as a sin. And anything that's a sin should be damaged, you know what I'm saying, or damaged in. And one of the things that um, when you look at what, what is called the black sheep of the family, the, the, you know what the job of the black sheep of the family is? You know what their job is? Exposing the curse. <laughs> the, right, their job the is exactly that. Their job is to is is to save the family. That's yep. why they, we call it the black sheep because they act out, they do other things. They are truly saying to the family something is wrong with this family dynamics. And what we yep. do is they they label it as black sheep that they doing something wrong. This that's the way that they know how to do something is how to express themselves. Is that right. way by doing all those things that you know is not pleasing that that. Not forthcoming or whatever like uh, whatever mm-hmm. like that, but what they doing that because they're trying to save the family dynamic. They they shout out loud and clear. There is something wrong with the family dynamic. 
told. Yeah. And, and we know that we grew up in these families that would say, oh, what goes on behind closed doors, stay behind closed doors. And that is not how you heal. You cannot heal that way. You cannot heal by pretending that things are going right. You cannot heal by saying that things are uh, it's all good, it's all fine. You just have to pray it away. You know what I'm saying? That, that That's not going to help it. You have to take the steps. You you just named seven seven steps of, of, of working toward breaking breaking a, a, a family curse. It, it has to be taken in those steps. And you can't skip steps. That's another problem. People like to skip things around and throw away what's, you know, saying, well, I'm not going to do that because I just can't. No, you have to do whatever necessary to do to make it happen. You know, some people say, I don't need to go to therapy. I got my Bible. You kid? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You think your grandmama didn't have a Bible? Or her grandmama didn't have a Bible? Are you kidding me? Kidding me? If that was the answer, that would be the answer. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get real. You don't want to face what reality is to fix it. You want to pretend it's not there. And once you start pretending that, that you know, saying that it's not there and fix the family dynamics, that's the only way it can be fixed. Because pretending that is 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 not there, you know, as they call the elephant in the room. Yeah. The elephant is in the room. Say the mm-hmm. elephant is in the room because after a while, the elephant is gonna start taking dumps. And yep. if the elephant <laughs> starts taking dumps, it's gonna start smelling up in here. You know what I'm saying? So yep. just ignoring that elephant. Too. Is, exactly. So you got to you got to now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it'd be just like a, a bull in a china shop. You know what yep. I'm saying? So it, you. You have to face those realities and and, and actually move forward in, 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 in healing. And it's a journey. It's all a journey. Healing is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen yeah. at a blink of an eye. It's not going to mm-hmm. happen at one or two church visits. That's not how it works. It, you, right. have to, you have to do it collectively. And you got to mm-hmm. understand that we're human. We're yeah. human. Stop it. And I would say again, stop attacking shame. To sin, that's that's not gonna help us none. You know what I'm saying? We try to attach shame to sin. To sin, sin is damaging. Shame is just the things that you do that you shouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? We you're saying so. Let's 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 differentiate the two and let's let's start healing and let's start being better, especially being better parents. We're not gonna be the best 100% as a parent. You're gonna make mistakes along the way. And the other thing, when we were kids, Jeremy, we couldn't chin check out our parents. We could never do no. that. We could never, we could never call them on their wrong or call them on their BS. The one thing I allow my kids to do, my four daughters, they call me on my BS, and they, they uh, my my and my wife when when she was here. You know what I'm saying? That was the one thing that we agreed upon. We're gonna allow our kids to call us on our BS. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, always respectfully. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. be disrespectful to me now, because if you be yeah. disrespectful to me, I'm be disrespectful to you. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna do it respectfully, and I'm allow you to have the floor because mm-hmm. and, and, and express your feelings. Why not? Yeah. It's your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because and, and that, that that you, we're gonna close. We're gonna close right now. But but yes, you're on point, guy. Guy, yes, the way it has to be done has to be done with honor. And with grace. Yes. It must be done with honor and with grace. Right? Yes. When there's honor and there's grace, the truth can thrive. And fruit can come from it. If you do it with honor, if there's dishonor, if there's disrespect or a lack of grace, you'll only get war. You'll get the Hatfields and McCoys. And people will dig these heels in, and there will be no healing. I gotta pray out. I gotta pray out. We, we, man, we can keep yeah. going. Matter of fact, we might do this again next week because it's so good. Um, uh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because ultimately it is the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. It is the blood of Christ that heals, that heals us for, and, and breaks the curse of our flesh of spiritual wickedness in high places and from the world. And we thank you, Lord, for victory in the matchless name of Jesus, that we are blessed and not cursed. This is Further and Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and your communities are transformed 
by five core principles form the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We talked about honor today. We talked about reconciliation today. We want to encourage those to make those calls that they need to make to bless their families, to be honest, to be truthful, to be humble, to be wise. In the matchless name of Jesus, amen and amen. Love you to life, guys. Amen. Amen. Love you too, brother. Yes. Awesome.